More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, the prayer connection. Are you struggling in your spiritual life? Faith causing conflict in your relationships? Let us help you develop a stronger connection with God and your faith. 877-573-7825. says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical, theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, the prayer connection, as we talk about struggles in our spiritual life. You know, integrating our faith with our everyday life, let's face it, it's complicated, right? (laughs) Sometimes we struggle with making the choices or doing the things we believe our faith is asking us to do. Sometimes our faith causes conflict between us and the people we care about. Sometimes we have a hard time feeling God's presence or trusting him or hearing his voice or experiencing his love or forgiveness. And sometimes we experience doubts or other faith crises. If you're experiencing struggles in your spiritual walk, either because of the ways other people are responding to your attempts to live and share your faith or because of your own struggles inside your own heart, Give us a call. Let us help you make that faith connection today on More to Life. The number again is 877-573-7825. Again, that number 877-573-7825. Well, I want to say this, this particular topic really covers anything that's going on in our listeners' lives. You know, if if you are struggling with doubts about God, concerns about the church, what the what faith means in your marriage or your family life or your business life or whatever those things are. If you're struggling in a particular parish situation, certainly we're here for all of that. Absolutely. On that level, absolutely. This topic, prayer connection, really connects to all of that. But everything in our life, you know, when you're saying integrating our everyday life in with our faith life can be difficult. Well, of course it is, because we are supposed to be trying to walk with God in everything we do, every thought we have, every relationship we have, every decision we make, every action we take. So if you're struggling to figure out what does God want me to do in a particular situation? How does he want me to handle this person or this next step in my life? Or I thought things were going all right and suddenly everything's changed up and I don't know where God is. Basically, anything you're going through where you'd like to connect with God and know what he wants from you, what those next steps are, how to handle something, how to heal 
We can talk about that with you today on More to Life and connect you with new skills, more grace, and get you set in a direction that you haven't thought of before. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. So we're talking about faith today and the challenge of integrating our faith with our daily life and our relationships. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's just difficult. People tend to think that, you know, people of faith in general, Christians in particular, just use our faith as a way of kind of anesthetizing ourselves against all the stressors of everyday life. But really, I think the opposite is true. It's, it's, it's our faith that enables us to wake up and being awake it's sometimes scary because we see what's going on and we see that God wants to work in us and through us and with us to change things in our world, to bring about uh, positive changes in our relationships, in our life. Uh, and then we go and do those things. We try to do what our faith tells us to do or what we feel that our faith tells us to do anyway. And uh, often it doesn't work out the way we were hoping. You know, our spouse pushes back, our, our kids rebel, um, friends reject us or become hostile to our to our beliefs or our values um, we end up struggling with doubts uh, when we when we wrestle with our own selves and struggle to make changes that we feel God is asking us to make and sometimes we don't even know what God is saying uh, and in those such in all those things you know faith can complicate life um, but it doesn't have to stay that way And that's what we want to help you with today, by giving you the resources that you need to cut through all the nonsense and be able to hear God's voice more clearly, experience his love more genuinely, and resolve the tensions that trying to integrate our faith with our life can bring. 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And if you don't know what that is, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years um, on how prayerfully reflecting on God's creation can help us understand his plan for leading a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. The theology of the body reminds us that faith and life aren't meant to be separate things. Being a disciple of Christ means giving every part of our lives to Christ, including our work, relationships, and even our bodies, so that God can teach every part of us to love others as he would have us love them. The fact is, living out our faith can sometimes make things seem more difficult, as you were saying, Greg, because bringing our lives and relationships in line with God's will is hard work and sometimes hard to figure out. You're not kidding. I mean, and doing that work often leads to internal or external conflict, right? It can be frustrating when we have a hard time making our faith and life fit together or when we can't feel God's presence or figure out his will or hear his voice or when other people reject our faith or treat us poorly because of our beliefs. And in the face of all that, we can experience all kinds of doubts and struggles. But, you know, doubts and struggles aren't a sign of weak faith. They're an invitation to deeper faith. And as long as we keep bringing those doubts and struggles and confusions to God, instead of letting them lead us away from him, 
the more God will use all of those things we're going through, those internal and external struggles, to draw us into closer union with his love and his will and enable us to bring our faith into our life in ways that really witness the power of God's love and grace in our lives. And that sounds great. You know, nice nice plan. <laughs> but then you come down to real life and say, okay, but what about this situation? You know, what about the fact that I'm trying to live my faith and my spouse doesn't want to have anything to do with it? Or my kids are pushing back and rebelling. Or you know, my friends are giving me a hard time. Or I'm struggling because I can't hear God's voice or know if he's listening to my prayers. I mean, I know intellectually, yes, God hears all my prayers. But, but in my heart, I'm not feeling it. Uh, and I don't know that he, I don't really know that he loves me, and I don't really know that he's forgiven me, or any of those things. If we are, if you're struggling in your faith life at all, let us help you find that grace-filled connection that you're longing for. The number again: eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Let's take our concerns to the Lord. We'll start taking your questions. In the name of the Father, Father and, and the, the Son, Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we love you and we thank you for leading us in this journey of faith. But Lord, so often we struggle to bring our faith and life together. We wrestle with brokenness in our own lives and overcoming the, the habits and sins that stop us from participating in your grace. We struggle in our relationships when our attempts to live our faith result in pushback or resistance or hostility from the people that we love. We wrestle with hearing your voice, knowing your will, or feeling your presence in our lives. And so, Lord, we bring to you right now all of those faith struggles, those difficulties we have in our spiritual life. And we ask you to help us to remember that those doubts and struggles aren't a sign of weak faith, but are an invitation by your Holy Spirit to deeper faith. Help us to persevere in our spiritual practices. Help us to cling to you, even when it seems dry and empty to do so. But help but deliver us and help us to hear your voice, to know your love, to feel your presence and be confident in your providence so that as we cooperate with your grace, we are able to bring our faith and life and relationships in line with your will and experience the joy that comes from walking with you. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name of the, the Father, Father and the, the Son, and, and the, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled The Prayer Connection, but we're really talking about faith struggles in general, just those challenges we all encounter in our spiritual life. Because integrating our faith in our everyday life can be complicated. Or, you know, if you're doing okay, but someone you know and care about is struggling with their faith, maybe it's affecting you or you just care about them and you just think, you know, if they could just connect with God or just get into church... I know things could be better and you don't know how to help you don't know what to do and any attempts you're making aren't working we're there for that as well give us a call today on 877 at 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825 
And with that, we are taking your calls right now about the spiritual struggles and challenges that you're facing in your walk with the Lord. Who's up, Lisa? We're talking with Penny, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Montana. Penny, welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out today? Hi. Um, I was baptized Catholic, and mm-hmm. but the only Catholic instruction I've gotten all my life was from my grandmother, who passed mm-hmm. away quite a few years ago. And But I've really gotten back into my Catholic faith the last uh, couple of years, and I've always Wonderful. prayed to God, and I've always believed in Him. I've never lost my faith, but these last couple of years, I've really gotten back into my Catholic faith, um, and I pray every day, and I say my rosary every day, and I go to church, and... Um, but I, I don't really feel God inside of me. I don't hear Him talking to me, and I don't feel the Holy Spirit. And a couple of the women at my church have told me, you know, don't worry, that'll come. And I don't really know what that means. Sure. No, good question. Well, let, let me ask you a couple of things. Um, so first of all, when, when you say that, that you know, and I, I want to commend you uh, on, on your spiritual practices and your faithfulness to those practices, even though it seems kind of dry sometimes. And I want to just say how thrilled I am that, that you found your Catholic faith again and that it's you're really wonderful. diving into it. Um, but let me ask you, when you say that you pray every day, can you tell me a little bit more about what that prayer looks like? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am. I have a couple of Bible apps on my phone um, that mm-hmm. have verses and prayers on them, and I do those every day, and I get scriptures every day, and I write them in my my uh, scripture book, and okay. um, I have a, oh my gosh, it's like 10 pages of... Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, you're doing uh, a lot there. Let me ask you, like, so, so how, how do you pray about how do you pray about your personal life and, and what God is asking of you? Oh. Well, then at night, well, I should say not at night because I usually fall asleep. I found before <laughs> I get my prayers up. So I do it during the day. Um, I personally pray to God um, and I ask him to bless my family, especially my children. All three of them are non-believers. And so I I pray for my children, especially every day, and I pray okay. for my family, and I pray for my friends. Um, okay. That's I all beautiful. Let, let me. So let me. For me. So, okay. Well, let me. That's okay. Aww, that's and that's where I want to. That's, that's where I want to jump in here right because there. because we're often afraid to ask God, you know, for 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 things for us, and we feel selfish doing that. Um, and, but that can be one of the reasons that we struggle to feel God's presence in our life, right? Because we're asking for his intervention with, with all the other people out there, which we should. We should intercede for others all the time. And but, sometimes, honestly, when we're doing that, we are putting up a wall between us and God without really noticing it because we don't think that we're going to feel connected to him until we see all those prayers answered. You know, So if you suddenly had all your kids come through your door at one time and say, Mom, we've all converted back to the Catholic Church, you'd go, Oh, the Lord loves me. I'm connected here. This is great. But you but can't see what he's doing that, in other people's lives. You can't see what he's doing. You can't read other people's yeah. mail. So that's that's actually a way to almost distance ourselves from God. Not that you should stop doing that, but it shouldn't be the only way you're trying to connect with him. So I do want you uh, certainly to continue interceding for yes. other people. Okay, But I also do want you to not be afraid 
to ask God to show you his presence in your life and to to bring your concerns about yourself to him and you know your hopes and dreams to him as well and and I want you to when those things happen I want you to praise him for those things and and, and praise him for the good things that happen in the day too um, I also this is going to be really important when you pray for your kids or for other people ask God to help you know how you could be a gift to them what does he want you to do to help bring the Holy Spirit to your kids what does he want you to do to bring his compassion and comfort to other people what is he asking of you because it's hard to feel his presence when we're not asking him to work in us to be a blessing to others and then seeing how he uses us to be that blessing and then praise him for that right so the first step that I would suggest to you really is is you know to I mean you're doing a beautiful job keeping up your spiritual practices but I want you to make it more more even more personal inviting God to in to use you as his instrument and then praising him for the little ways he he does use you to bless other people so that you can see how he's working in you and with you and through you um secondly you know when you when you talk about maybe you know being able to hear God's voice um God speaks to us in lots of different ways but he usually doesn't speak to us the way other people speak to us because he doesn't have a body so he doesn't have a voice per se I mean he speaks to us through other voices and sometimes we hear him in our hearts but for the most part God speaks through experience right when God speaks things come into being you know so so he his his words are tangible they experience so in God speaks to us in the things that happen to us through the day and we understand the message that he's giving us by praying Lord how do you want me to respond to X Y or Z what are you asking of me in the face of a B and C and as I reflect on that and I really pray how can I make a positive difference in that situation how can I use that situation to make my relationships healthier and deeper how can I use that situation to grow in virtue and become more of the person God is asking us to pray uh, to, to be the more we can do that the more we start hearing oh that's what God is saying to me through this this is what he's asking me of this in, in this experience and so that becomes a much more um, uh, more a kind of personal experience of the Holy Spirit in your prayer life so it actually becomes a conversation prayer is always supposed to be a conversation right where we speak to God and we hear him but but needing we need to tune in our antenna to be able to hear him by a, kind of asking those questions you know, how do you want me to respond to this challenge or experience that I'm having right now and that's how we begin to hear him all right Penny I want you to start there I, I'd, I'd also like you to check out if you're interested in going a little bit deeper in the suggestions that I'm making um, to pick up a copy of of my book um, the life God wants you to have which is all about hearing God's voice and listening to him as you discover his plan for your life and and what he's calling you to do and again the name is the life God wants you to have discovering God's plan uh, and when human plans fail and that's available at catholiccounselors.com two more little pointers that I want to add on Penny it sounds like you've got a great group at church that's really supporting you in your walk with the Lord if you haven't already ask them to pray over you ask them to pray over you to really be able to experience fully all the gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit and know him well that will not only move, move you to a place where you really feel that humility that holy humility of being able to say I need God for myself and I need others to intercede for me and also remember to take this to confession not that it's a sin but you want to ask the priest when you go to your normal confession 
hey, this is an experience I'm having, and before I leave, can you just pray for me? Because that will really open you up to being able to, to have that kind of you know, conduit between you and God in a sacramental way. But Penny, the fact that you desire the Holy Spirit in your life so much, just keep telling the Lord, Lord, I desire you so much. I desire having you and and fully knowing the Holy Spirit in my life. Please come and let me know in a powerful way that you're present in my life so that I can walk with your Holy Spirit every day. And, and just as we go out here, don't, you know, don't base it on feelings, though. Base it on the consistent spiritual practices and, and listening to God speaking through experience. Feelings will come and go, uh, and God will console you with those feelings from time to time. But really, you know, just like in any other relationship, you don't always feel madly in love with your with the, the with your spouse, right? You don't always feel you don't always necessarily like your kids, you know. But but you love them, and and you know that you're in relationship with them. All right, with that, we got to go to break. When we come back, we're taking more of your calls about faith challenges at eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Stick around. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. I went to Las Vegas years and years ago for one of these cable shows. And and I was uh, shocked to see all these old ladies in their 70s and 80s getting off that plane, running for a slot machine. You don't have a chance to win. They're all fixed. I know, my uncle used to have slot machines. (laughs) EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. I worked in pro baseball for a long time, and we play on Sundays. And it was an easy excuse. I took the easy out and just didn't go to Mass. Got caught up on that whole selfishness, that whole, you know, um, I can do it all. The times when I was struggling were the times I needed God the most. And now that uh, I've come back and accepted God, my world has completely changed. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for any reason, visit catholicscomehome.org today. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled The Prayer Connection as we talk about spiritual struggles. You know, integrating our faith with our everyday life is complicated, and sometimes we struggle with either making the choices or doing the things that our faith asks us to do. Sometimes our faith causes conflict between us and the people we care about. Sometimes we have a hard time feeling God's presence, hearing his voice, trusting him, or experiencing his love or forgiveness. And other times we're struggling with doubts or other faith crises. And sometimes we're fine, but we're trying to help somebody else who's going through all of that. If if you're struggling spiritually in whatever way, we're here to help today. 877 
573-7825. Before we take your calls, we have two resources that we wanted to put you in touch with. First of all, tonight, uh, Lisa and I are hosting our monthly Catholic Home Live Q&A. Uh, and that's for our Households on Mission community. If you go to CatholicHOM.com, you can subscribe. The, uh, when you sign up, uh, you, the first month is free. Uh, and as part of that, we can participate uh, in our monthly live questions and answer sessions about parenting, about living your faith at home, about celebrating faith and passing the faith on to the next generation and dealing with all the complications that are associated with that. So if you'd like to join our webinar tonight, you can come on over to CatholicHOM.com, become a subscriber, and find all the details right there in the Home Builder Forum about how to join tonight. No registration required. It's free for all subscribing members of the Catholic HOM community. And I'm going to say that slower because sometimes you say it so fast. So it's Catholic H O. M stands for, stands for Households on Mission. We'd love to see you live tonight. That's 7 to 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And a half hour after that, we have one more resource for you. We'd love for you to be able to join a one-hour live coaching webinar with Rachel Isaac, who is on our team, where you'll learn the practical tools to building your confidence in any area of your life your work life, your relationship life, your just interior spiritual life, anything that you need a bit more confidence in, don't know quite how to get there, she will be covering live with you tonight. Just go to catholiccounselors.com, navigate to the shop, go to courses, and to go to Know Your Worth to save your spot. That will be 8.30 tonight, half an hour Eastern, half an hour after our live Catholic HOM live get-together. Well, just very quickly before we go to break, we had a question from Christine. And listening to EWTN in Illinois, she couldn't stay on the line, but she had a question about, did the church pray informally from their own words from the beginning? And, and well, the answer to that, of course, is yes. I mean, and, and all you have to do is look in the Bible, right? Um, the Psalms were David's own words, right? The prophets didn't say, uh, you know, in our father, right? They, they, they prayed in their own words. Um, all through scripture, we see examples of people praying in their own words. That said, formal prayer and informal prayer aren't meant to be in competition with each other. There are two types of vocal prayer, and they both are important. So informal prayer, this sort of kind of casual talking to God from the heart, um, is how we invite God into the practical aspects of our daily lives and, and, and really invite him to be part of everything we do and think and all the ways we interact. Formal prayers, uh, whether we're talking about the Psalms or the formal prayers of the church, the rosary, those kinds of things, they're meant to take our prayer life deeper. They help us pray about things that we wouldn't normally think about praying about on our own or praying in ways that we wouldn't normally think about on our own. And they invite us to take our relationship deeper by praying with the whole church so there's no competition there and it's good to to really enjoy the spiritual benefits of both types of prayer thanks for your question back in a minute those who deny the full humanity of the preborn will be toying with the sentiments of pro-life people they will say you can't really believe in the humanity of the unborn unless you support this or that piece of legislation the pro-life position is quite different we might well believe that we need to improve social conditions. But first of all, we believe that the preborn are a good to be protected, even if born into poverty, even if born into unstable, violent homes. We want to eliminate those terrible conditions, but it is the height of arrogance 
to tell human beings like unborn children who cannot communicate or reason or stand up for themselves that they are better off dead because we know from our own experience that we would choose life and survival over death no matter how poor our social environment. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Father Benedict Groeschel. I don't think people should have negative fears of God, but I think you should get a lump in your throat. You should feel excited. Suppose I was going to take you and introduce you to the Pope or to the president of some country or something. You might get a little lump in your throat. Forget it. Every day, you, I, live and move and have our being in the presence of God. These are the class of feelings we should have and we should have them to an intense degree if we really had the sight of Almighty God. These feelings are the feelings which we shall have if we realize His presence, and in proportion as we believe that He is present, we shall have them. And not to have them is not to realize, not to believe that God is present to us. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Hi, I'm Lisa Popchak. Do you want to influence your adult kids? Make sure that the relationship you have is deep enough to contain the conversations you're trying to have. Sometimes a relationship, though pleasant, can be too small to comfortably fit the big questions we want to discuss. Trying to have deep conversations in a shallow relationship is like buying a couch that's twice as big as your living room. It might be a great couch, but trying to make it fit is going to be awkward at best. This is why it's so important to work harder on your relationship with your adult kids than on the things you want to say to them. The more you focus on building a deep and loving relationship with your adult kids, the more likely they'll be to accept you as a mentor. To learn more, check out our book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, or visit CatholicCounselors.com. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. Today's show is titled The Prayer Connection as we talk about struggles in our spiritual life, whether those struggles have to do with our own attempts to live or celebrate or share our faith with others, or the conflict that really, that, that, it, that we can experience in our relationships as we try to live and celebrate our faith with others. If you're experiencing doubts or struggling to hear God's voice, know his will, feel his love or presence, let's talk it out and find those graceful responses to those spiritual challenges. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825. We're talking now with Linda, who's listening to EWTN Radio Online in New York. Hi, Linda. Welcome to More to Life. What's up? Hi. Um, at the risk of sounding like, um, you know, and very self-pitying, I just um, am calling because I'm having a lot of challenges in my life and um not a lot of buffer not a lot of 
you know, positive things to fall back on. And this has been going on for for many, many years. Um, and it, it encompasses things like my job, which I'm not happy with, to family members I'm not happy with, um, health issues. I mean, <laughs> I, sometimes I feel like a, a modern-day version of Job, you know, just a female mm. version. And, um, but I, I've always been a person of faith, and I am Catholic, and I've been trying to, um, you know, bring God into the into the mess, if you will, for lack of a better word, and sure, try to try to um, attain some resolution and peace for the things that I'm dealing with. And, Can you tell me a little um, bit more about about how you bring God into, like, what what when you say that you're trying to bring God into it, like, what what are you doing? Well, essentially praying, you know, praying sure. and. Um, but there are lots of different ways know, to pray. So, so how do you pray about these things? Just talk me through that a little bit. Well, my my prayers tend to be holistic. I I start with you know Thanksgiving, and um, and then. Um, I confess, you know, any sins, and then, and then I go on to, um, you know, God, you know what I've been dealing with for so long, and, um, you know, I'm just not doing well, and I need, I need some victory, you know, I need some victory in my mm-hmm. life, and I outline, you know, specific things that I really need victory with, and then I also pray for others too. Because um, I don't want to be, you know, just single-minded. And as much as I'm hurting, I, I want to, you know, be a, a more, um, you know, I want to be the kind of Christian who who prays for others as well. So no, good. That this is all beautiful. This is really all beautiful. And I'm I'm really sorry you're going through so many trials. It's it's so discouraging whenever whenever you're feeling those things. But but you are really keeping up those practices and and, and praying beautifully from your heart. And I want to thank you for for your faithfulness through all of this. And you know, Linda, I just want to start with one thing before we really you know get a little bit deeper into how how to handle it from here. You started and yeah. it broke my heart. You said, at the risk of sounding self pitying. And I think that you need to kind of realize that self-pity can be okay as long as we keep asking God into it or at least keeping a crack open for him. You know, when Elijah was fleeing for his white life into the wilderness, he actually sank into a pretty bad depression and to an exhausted sleep. And it was only then when he just was like, I can't, I'm running, I can't, I give up that the angel could come and, you know, give him a snack and let him take a longer nap and kind of minister to him till he moved on to do. And that was true. You know, you're saying Job, he had to hang on through things. And there were many, many, many people, including Peter, who Christ built the whole church on, who went through times of fear or or self-pitying or whatever those were, because they were truly being challenged. So don't be ashamed of the of the pain that you're in, and, and don't be ashamed. Of, don't be ashamed of bringing that to God. I, use I do, it as a way in. I do have a question for you. You said that you know when you pray, you know, Lord, I, I just need a victory. So how would you know if you got a victory? What would a victory look like to you? Well, I've been experiencing. I mean, everything that I've had a challenge with, I, I've 
I've tackled on my own and what I couldn't do for myself, I would rely on God for. And, you know, it's it's kind of like <clears throat> it's a lot of work for a lot of nothing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And <clears throat> um, I'm looking for, like, inner peace um, because these circumstances have given me a chronic depression and there's all kinds of negative stuff going through my head and ruminations and so mm-hmm. one okay you know, yeah so one one form of victory would be to have some inner peace um all right somehow be patient um until you know god works some some good things into my life so and, let me let me um, t- let me speak to some of that and and then give you some. some re- I'm sorry to jump in. But I just want to we're, we're, we want to be careful of time here. Um, so what, the first thing I want to do when you say you know that you've you've kind of struggled through a lot of these things on your own and then what you can't do yourself, you kind of bring that to God. Um, that's a common misunderstanding. You know, I'm sure that you'll re- resonate with this, but um, you know the the normal fallen human response to suffering is basically to just give up and die, right? I mean, when we're we're doing stuff on our, when we respond to suffering on our own power without God's grace, we either, well, we have one of two reactions. We either just want to burn everything down or we just want to give up and die. And that's what we can do on our own power. That's it. Those are, you know, and, and, and that's, you know, that's because in our experience, you know, we all we see as human beings is, is suffering everywhere. We it's it's all over the place, right? Uh, and so, in our own experience, it doesn't make sense to think that things could be better or there's anything worth striving for. That's all God. You know, we find we we have a tendency to think that you know God is present when things are going well or when we feel good uh, or peaceful, and God is absent when we don't, when things are going poorly or we don't feel peaceful. But the truth is, we find God in suffering in the experience of knowing that things could be better than this, that we have the will to drive to make things better than this, that we want to pursue healing and integration in spite of this, that we could make something out of this, all of those things are inspirations from the Holy Spirit. That does, that's not a normal human reaction to suffering. So the fact that you can face all of this and get up every day and somehow fight through it, even though it feels like it's a lot of work for nothing, that's the Holy Spirit saying, come on, Linda. Come on, Linda, there's more. Mm-hmm. I, I'm leading you to more. Let's go. We can do this together. So we have a tendency to think, well, we're fighting through this on our own, but, but, but God's just over there watching. No, the only reason you're getting up and fighting through every day and finding the strength to keep going in spite of all the stuff that's piled up there is because the Holy Spirit is right there in your ear, grabbing your arm, saying, come on, let's get out of bed today. Let's, let's, let's brush our teeth. Let's go ahead and do the things that need to happen. Let's listen to EWTN. Oh, let me, let me bring up a topic on EWTN that might let you know I really am here with you, Linda, that I love you, and that I'm walking through this with you. So we find God, you know, not just in the, the, those peaceful moments or those little victories or big victories. We find God, in, in the meantime, in the fact that we're finding the strength to fight on and keep going and believe that there could be more in spite of the fact that all reason says this is it and you should just lie down and die so the so i and i want you to praise god for that you know lord thank you for giving me the strength to fight through another day i couldn't do it without you help thank you for giving me that insight to be able to 
call that doctor or make that initiative or do that thing. You know, praise him for for the strength that he's giving you every day because that's where you're going to find him right now. And sometimes you will have those little moments of peace and those are incredible blessings. But where you're going to find him in the meantime is, is in all these other ways that he is picking you up and carrying you through this. That's not just on your own power. Because again, the natural human response to suffering is either to burn everything down and then we get tired of that, give up and die. So the fact that you're finding that strength to fight every day, that is God's power working in you. And I want you to acknowledge that and then really see that. Secondly, when you pray about this, this is similar to what I was saying to our previous caller, don't just ask God to give you the victory in the end uh, and, and to deliver you, because then, then, you're just, then what you're doing is you're sort of feeling like, I have to wait around for God to finally do something. And you're ignoring all the ways that God is working in you right now. What I want you to do in, in addition to the prayers that you're doing, because it's all beautiful, is I want you to ask God every day, Lord, teach me how to respond to this. Show me what to do. Help me know what next step to take. Because that's going to enable you to be in that more receptive place that really hears God speaking to you moment by moment, decision by decision, action by action, thought by thought. And, 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 and that's where you're going to have that real sense that God's not, not just in the victory that you're hoping for, but God's in this moment teaching you how to work toward that victory every single moment of every single day. And even when you're struggling, you'll still have something to praise God for because you'll be able to say, Lord, yes, I still want that victory. But thank you for showing me how to respond to the challenges of this day and teaching me how to teaching me what to say in this situation or what to do in that situation because I can see how you helped me take that next step toward the victory that I'm praying for. Do you see what I'm saying here, Linda? So those two things, all right? Recognize all the ways that you're already ignoring how God is present and the fact that you are getting up and fighting every day. That is God. That's not just us, right? That is God. And secondly really asking him, Lord, teach me how to respond to this. Teach me what to say about that. Teach me what to do here. Okay. Then finally, you said that you're fighting with a lot of desolations, you know, a lot of thoughts going through your head, wearing you down and, and, and causing you to feel depressed and that sort of thing. That's really incredibly painful. Um, I would love for you to, to uh, get some support in that, um, either working with a spiritual director locally or working with our pastoral counseling practice at catholiccounselors.com because we kind of specialize in helping people fight those desolations and really experience the peace of the Holy Spirit through that so that you can get to that place where even though you're going through ongoing trials, you can find that peace and hold on to that peace and know that God is working with you and know how to talk back to the voice of the enemy that's constantly trying to wear you down and distract you and discourage you. Uh, we do talk about this more in our book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety, where we kind of walk through this idea of how to fight back against desolations uh, and really hold on to the voice of the Holy Spirit and hear him more clearly as well. So if you'd like that, uh, like that support, I'd encourage you to check out that book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety, because you've got a lot of worries right now, and that's understandable. You have a lot of things to be worried about. But in the face of that, we can think about those things in ways that allow us to attend to the voice of the Holy Spirit you know, coaching us basically in, in what what steps to take or we can tune into the voice tune into the voice of the enemy causing us to trip up and dis be discouraged so that's uh, so that's unworried a life without anxiety which you can pick up at catholiccounselors.com or learn more while you're there about the pastoral solutions institute's pastoral telecounseling practice where we can 
really coach you on how to uh, fight back more effectively against those voices. So those three suggestions, uh, those two things that you can really do on your own, and that one thing that would allow you to get more training and support on how to fight the good fight more effectively. Linda, thank you so much for the call. We are adding you to our More to Life prayer list. And if there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here on the program or through catholiccounselors.com. All right, with that, we have to go to break, but it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. You know, encouraging words from the Lord, reminding us that even when we're going through challenging times, he is present. And we have that tendency, as we were just talking about uh, with our previous caller, um, to think that God is only in the little victories or the big victories. He's only in the answer. And we pray, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, deliver me. And we think that we can only find him when that deliverance finally comes. And we certainly can find him in those things. But we need to remember that God is strengthening us. He is helping us. He is the one who's upholding us. It's not us doing the thing on our own power. That's, that's actually pride talking. You know, that's, that's the, we can't do anything on our own. If we do anything good at all, if we find the strength to persevere in the power of faith despite the struggles we're going through, if we're able to fight back, even though we don't feel peaceful about it, we're finding that strength because God is holding us up. He is strengthening us. He is helping us. He is upholding us. And he is with us, just as Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10 says. Hold on to that. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about spiritual struggles on our show today titled The Prayer Connection. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. If you're struggling spiritually in any way, whether that's to know what God's will is for a particular situation, to feel his presence in your life, to manage a conflict that's come up because you're trying to live or share your faith with someone, or if you're trying to support someone else in their spiritual walk and help them through their struggles. We're here for that, too. 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls coming up right after the break. Underwritten in part by this not-for-profit. Are you looking for peace? Longing for joy? Want to meet the giver of all goodness? God is calling the laity to bring Ignatian prayer into the suffering world. Work for the new evangelization. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Order your free digital training and manual. Find true happiness and everlasting joy. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. And click on the red button today. It's free. Approved by the USCCB. Do you have an unrelated twin, a doppelganger walking around somewhere? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Scripture points to many who may have been actual twins. Doubting Thomas, one of the twelve apostles, may have been a twin. His surname is Didymus, which means double or twofold. Is it possible for each of us to have a twin of sorts, an unrelated person who so closely resembles us that they pass for a twin? Research cited by Dr. Peter Atia indicates that 99.9% of the human genome is identical across all humans. So it is possible that at least one of the billions on Earth could have a slight bit more 
genetic material that makes them look like me or you. But it isn't just looks. Even certain behavior studies tend to be more similar in lookalikes. The next time someone says you look like George Clooney, research says it's possible. For more on this, look for the Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Underwritten in part by the following nonprofit. Finding good health care, encouragement for healthier living, or solid spiritual direction can be frustrating. That's why the Catholic Healthcare Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering a health sharing option. Curo's Christ centered wellness services include Catholic wellness coaching, spiritual direction, and a Catholic community supporting your health and wellness needs. Visit cmfcuro.com to learn more. That's cmfcuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and we're taking your calls about spiritual struggles today on More to Life. Before we take that next call, we just want to remind you of two great resources that are coming up tonight. Uh, first of all, Lisa and I are leading the Catholic Home Live Q&A for parents. Uh, I'm talking about parenting, about living your faith at home, about passing the faith on to the kids and overcoming all the challenges that you face in doing that. You can learn more at CatholicHOM.com. That's CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app to be part of that. It's uh, free for the first month, so check that out and join us tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern for the Catholic Home Live Q&A. And then also this evening, but at 8.30 at tonight 8:30 Eastern. At 8.30 Eastern, so a half an hour after our live, you can figure out how to know your worth. That is the name of a brand new webinar led by Rachel Isaac, who is part of our team, where you're going to learn very practical tools for building your confidence in any area of your life where you're thinking, eh, I'm not too sure about myself in this. I, I promise you, you will learn some great skills. All you have to do is go to catholiccounselors.com, go to the shop, navigate to courses, and just sign up and get your spot. And that's at 8.30 tonight Eastern. Go to catholiccounselors.com so to sign up. We'll hope you see you there tonight at both of those great webinars. All right, with that, we got to go to your calls. Who's up next, Lisa? Oh, we're privileged to go to Melissa, who's listening to EWTN Radio in New Jersey. Hey, Melissa, welcome to More to Life. What's up? Hi. Um, calling in, um, I'm just been struggling lately with my children trying to I'm just trying to be the best mom I can and I've just been arguing with them a lot and my anxiety's really been getting to me lately and Oh, I, I can hear it, honey. How old are the kids? Fourteen and nine. Okay. And is there something specific we can help you with today? I I just really really I've been talking to God the last three days because um, I had something medically happen to me. I was in the uh, medical center due to a seizure. And and it's a blessing in disguise because my children are very concerned for me. And I'm still, my anxiety is just through the roof. And I want to learn 
to just get it under control for them because I don't want to lose them. I don't want to let my stress get the best of me and they need me in their lives. And um, I just I just don't want to lose them and I don't want them to lose me. When and, you say lo- you don't want to lose them, what, what, why would you lose them? My oldest way? son is... My oldest son doesn't want to cause me so much stress that he loses me because he saw the seizure happen and it's scaring him so much that he wants to move in with his dad because he doesn't want to put this stress on me and I don't I can't live well that's sweet of him I'm also hearing him say he's afraid you know he's afraid that that you know this will happen again and so he's just kind of running to dad and using that as an excuse Uh, well and and you're saying that you're arguing a lot with them and so I'm, I'm guessing that 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 he at least or maybe they both think that that the the stress between you guys has triggered this seizure is that fair to say yeah okay yeah my um, anxiety is very very elevated lately and i just i feel horrible and are you getting any help for your anxiety are you in any kind of counseling or under the care of a physician for I it i was in counseling but they just wanted to give me medication and uh i actually uh, reached out to Catholic counselors yesterday. Um, okay. Oh, good. Great. So. Well, and and we'll and we'll, we'll get you know uh, we'll we'll be in touch with you very soon. I promise uh, sooner than than uh, than you might think because I know that sometimes the service says that there's a two week wait, but we're 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 catching up on that. Yes, so and I'm gonna I'm gonna get in touch with the person who sends out those referrals and make sure that you know you make it to the top of that list. All right. So let me let me throw out a couple of things here. All right. Um. You know when you're going through all of this. It's, and it's a lot. You know, you're dealing with health concerns. You're dealing with family issues, um, and you know, you, you want to be a good mom to your kids. And, and the anxiety is really causing you to be more reactive than you'd like to be. One of the things I'd like you to do, okay, is to actually sit down with the, with the kids and say, you know what, we're going through a really hard time. I would love for us to take talk about how we could be a better team, and and every day. I want you to have a, just a brief time of prayer together where you say, Lord, help us to be the family that you want us to be. Show us how to take good care of each other and really support each other through all this stuff that we're going through. And then I want you to, after, and that's very short prayer, right? It was all of 15 seconds. Yeah? And then I want you to have a brief conversation where you're all saying, what's one thing that we could each do to try to take care of each other and help each other's day be a little easier or more pleasant today? Right? What's one thing we could each do to try to take better care of each other and help each other have an easier and more pleasant day? And, and, and so after that prayer where you're just asking God, teach us to be the family you want us to be and help us to take care of each other, um, then have that conversation where you identify, each of you identify one little thing that you could do to try to take better care of each other, to look out for each other or help each other have an easier and more pleasant day. And then I want you to, at the end of the day, talk about those things that you did to try to take care of each other. Because even if you're arguing and fussing and fighting the whole day, if you take that, that 10 minutes at the end of the day to take stock of the things that you've done to try to take care of each other, it's going to make a huge difference in you each feeling like you're showing up for each other through all these challenges. So you're starting the day with that prayer and that conversation. You're ending the day with that, with that little time to acknowledge the little things you've tried to do to take care of each other and be there for each other. And then... For bonus points, I want you to ask, you know, what's once, what, what do we need to do tomorrow? Is there something we can try to focus on tomorrow to try to make the day go even better? And so you're concentrating on that. I'm glad you're in touch with Catholic counselors. We'll connect somebody with you right away. I would also encourage you actually to sign up for Catholic HOM. Uh, because we provide daily coaching. Our whole pastoral counseling team is on the app, accompanying parents like you, 
and giving daily support. So in addition to the counseling, you can get that ongoing support and resources that you need to be a more effective, faithful mom. You can learn more at CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app. And as I said, the first month is free, so try it out without any obligation. And uh, we hope to see you there. And one of our associates will be in touch soon through Catholic Counselors. Melissa, God bless you. And thank you for your beautiful heart and your desire to be that good and great and godly mom. And listeners, if you'd like more support, then you can check out the resources we offer at CatholicCounselors.com and get out there and celebrate the life God has for you. More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.